episode one of Divorce Divas. It is January 27, 2021 with Jennifer Mueller and Tina Renee. Episode one. Okay, here we are. (laughs) We're doing it. This is our first episode. I know, I'm excited. So we were going to maybe discuss why we chose our name. Well, yes, but you should talk who you are first. Well, oh, um, we just did an intro that y'all may not hear. So that's kind of why I wasn't even thinking about my name. Um, and hopefully you've seen some of our promotions, so you know what we're doing and who we are, but I am Jen Mueller and, um, and yeah, and Tina and I met and we just, we've got some really interesting experience and knowledge to share with you on this new podcast. So I'm Tina Renee and, um, I'm sure we'll go into maybe on our next podcast or maybe we'll talk about it this time. Um, our little bit of our divorce stories, but I've been divorced for five and a half years. I was married for 28 and a half years. Yes. And I've been divorced 11 years and I was married. I don't even remember how long I was married at this point. It's <laughs> not even relevant. Not right now, but so, cause we're going to dive into other things and we are going to, yeah. The whole podcast is about, again, what we really wanted to make sure we told people is that we are not counselors. No. We are not encouraging anyone to get divorced. No. We are not encouraging um, any type of issues that we encountered throughout our journey and our process. We're sharing with you how we handled those things. Right. What we've learned. learned, Maybe how to do things differently. Because I did make a lot of mistakes. I'm still making mistakes. Yeah. I've made a few. Um, so yeah. I'd like to, sh- you know, and we, we, I think that's what really yeah. made us excited about doing this. Well, I think the main thing is when I was contemplating divorce, of course, I felt like I was the only one out there, which I knew there were other people that had gotten divorced, but I, I didn't know like what kind of questions would you ask somebody mm-hmm. and where to get information and, you know, where's the secret club of women who are divorced and what happens to them. And so anyway. I feel like most of them are kind of hiding behind things yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know, cause yeah. we did, we, there were no resources. This is no. why we're doing what we're doing. No. And there are <laughs> some podcasts out there, but I think the difference between what we're going to bring to the table and what they're bringing to the table is like you said, we're not counselors. We don't play a counselor on TV or, or on Facebook or on Facebook or <laughs> anywhere else, but we have experience and we also, we want to share our journey with you. But we also want to bring in people who have expertise and can answer some specific questions. So some of the questions we want to answer um, um, will be from people who have that level of expertise. But also we want eventually to get your questions as well. Absolutely. You know, you want to find yeah. resources for your questions. Um, so anyway, this will be real. It will be very real. It mm-hmm. will be very authentic. We've even thought about changing the names of some of the usual suspects that we, we might talk about. Definitely <laughs> are changing the names of some people. And yeah, yeah, definitely. So we have decided to call ourselves <clears throat> Divorced Divas. And we had a lot of conversation about whether or not to call ourselves Divas because that can tend to have a negative connotation to it. Right. Um, well, and then, and really ultimately, like I was like thinking I am, you are running divorce like a boss, like, (laughs) no, but you know what I mean? Like figure you have to own it, figure it out. Like that's what we're doing. This we're empowering women because we didn't feel that empowered at first. And it's like, but wait a minute, 
we aren't perfect. We are making mistakes. So that makes you a diva. Yeah. And then you have to share your Mariah Carey thing. I'm going to share Because that. yeah. that's when I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So the first known use of the word diva was actually in 1883, but it goes back further. It literally means um, it's Italian for goddess. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think one of the things that happens when we come out of divorce is that we don't feel good about ourselves and we don't you know it takes a little while to relearn who you are and become your own goddess and so my thing is about you know just us becoming more of our authentic self and well there's um, society pressures that allude to that too yeah you you don't feel you know you don't feel like you fit in all that kind of stuff so one of the most famous divas and there have been a lot of them um one of the most famous divas has been uh mariah carey and she has had this um reputation for being kind of a brat really Mm -hmm. you know entitled really highly entitled and i heard her and so i've i mean of course i love her voice but i've never been a fan of her as a person because again I had the impression, based on what the media gave, that she was, you know, a brat. And and some of it she played into. But she talked about this memoir that she just wrote. And she says this, it took me a lifetime to have the courage and the clarity to write my memoir. I want to tell the story of the moments, the ups, the downs, the triumphs, the traumas, the debacles and the dreams. That contributed to the person that I am today. And though there have been countless stories about me through my career and very public personal life, it's been impossible to communicate the complexities and depths of my experience in any single magazine article or a 10-minute television interview. And even then, my words were filtered through someone else's lens, largely satisfying somebody else's assignment to define me. So this book is composed of her memories, her mishaps, her struggles, her survival, and her songs. And unfiltered, she said she went deep into my childhood, gave the scared little girl inside of me a big voice. I let the abandoned and ambitious adolescent uh, have her say, and the betrayed and triumphant woman I became tell her side. This is the reason why I finally identified with her, because... She talks about writing this was really hard. It was humbling, but it was also healing. And that her sincere hope um, is that everybody is moved to a new understanding, not only about her, but about the resilience of the human spirit. I think that's the main reason why we're doing this, because we want to share our journey that has been hard. It has been humbling mm-hmm. and it has been healing. Yeah. As and still, still is. And we're still learning. Yeah. And so I think that women are very complex and we have a depth that is not always valued in marriage. And then when we come out of marriage, we don't really understand how to tap into that and truly become a diva. Right. And this is not being an entitled spoiled brat. Right. This is becoming comfortable, like owning who you are. Yes. Yeah. Completely. And the bad and the good, because I think that, you know, and things that we'll touch on throughout these episodes are shame, doubt, fear, 
regret, all those things. And it's like, how can you feel like a diva if you carry all those? The mentality is that you can't feel that good about yourself, right? Right. So we're here to share with people that you can. And here's how, how we've embodied all of those things and to try to find the positive and all of those, there's a, a good that can come out of all of these things. And how to truly learn to become your authentic self mm-hmm. um, through this process because you know divorce is painful it's awful yeah it is we're just gonna say that it sucks yeah divorce it does sucks. Suck. and actually that's gonna be the title of one of the episodes yep but it's actually gonna say divorce sucks you don't yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> and uh but the but the aftermath of divorce doesn't have to suck right it can help you become triumphant and you can work your way through it, walk your way through it. Um, crawl. And so crawl sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But we, but we want to talk about the, how, you know, how to navigate, how we have been navigating that. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to bring on other people and, and have them share their journey on how they've navigated it. Um so that we're basically all kind of learning together right. and bringing our stories um, together. I, I will say this. What this is not going to be, from my perspective, is this is not going to be husband bashing. No. We're not going to share stories about our exes where we're bashing them. It's I, not some major first wives club. No. Like sit no. around and talk poorly about even right. dating and all that. None of that. It's not It's yeah. not a negative um reflection of everything it's just not it's a fun way to turn us we're trying to find a we've talked about this it's like it's it's really we're taking our experiences and actually making it entertaining yeah you know and because yeah, yeah. there's we, there's we, got to be some good in all this right we're and we're pretty sure you're gonna laugh <laughs> you're gonna be pretty entertained <laughs> we're pretty sure you're gonna laugh um you know i went to this because there are no resources really for what do you do when you get divorced so i went to this divorce recovery group uh yeah bought the book went to my first session listened to 30 people there was one guy 29 women totally go around and tell their divorce story and they were angry and they were crying and they were and i was just like which is all okay yeah but i was like uh this is not what i was i was not expecting this at all and i didn't go back because I didn't want to go week after week and listen to anger and, right. you know, negativity. And I, I mean, yes, it's a bad, like we said, it sucks. But, you know, that was not my way to work my way out of how right. I was feeling. Right. I Which is wanted, why we get along so well. It's like, yeah. that's why you and I, I yeah, do, because I was the same way. I didn't want to sit around and just, and not that being angry is feeling sorry for yourself. I'm not insinuating that. Right. But there's only so much crying and hate and you know the bashing that we said we aren't going to do yeah there's only so much of that you can do and it doesn't solve any of your problems right and at some point you have to be proactive and you have to you have to get up and you have to get out of bed and you have to wipe your eyes put your big girl pants on that's right put your lipstick on put your big girl pants on conquer the world that's right (laughs) with or without a man that's right you know that is why we believe that um that's why i believe i actually believe we are both divas yeah um, we are strong. Yep. Um, we are confident. Yes. 
you know, we have our own insecurities, but still we have confidence. And I think that that's what um, makes us divas. And I, you know, from what I've been told, that's also what makes us attractive. Mm -hmm. So it can be a little intimidating. Well, yeah, I've been told that too. Yeah, and there's that, which it will come to in another episode as well. (laughs) I don't really understand that because I think I'm not intimidating at all. You are very approachable. (laughs) But it's true. And I think that, you know, that's some of the stuff we're going to dive into is um, because I do know another thing that got us to this point of launching this podcast uh, were or was feedback from other friends and associate, you know, acquaintances um, both in professional life, personal life that are going through, have been through the same thing yeah. and felt like Jen, you gave me really good advice. Yeah. Jen, Tina, you've said it too. Tina, that was really good advice. Mm-hmm. I paid a lot of money for a counselor that never gave me that advice. And again, we're not trying to be counselors. It's from experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, experience. it's almost like they say that, you know, they never teach it like an accounting class in college and kids never know how to manage money. It's like, well, you don't know how to do these things unless you actually do them, right? And so we've done a lot of, of things that a lot of people maybe recently divorced haven't had to go through yet. Yeah. Or they have and they're like, but it's so new, they don't know how to react to whatever solution it was that they implemented that now they're like, that didn't work out. Yeah. And so it's like, we're here to be like, okay, well, we did that. I did that. I did that back in 2010. <laughs> and here's what I did when it did suck. And, I, you know, and so it's just, I think that a lot of people also... You know, they, um, at least today with podcasts, I feel like there's a lot of familiarity and Mm -hmm. it feels good to, even if, even if my situation isn't exactly someone listening situation, finding a little bit of familiarity. Right. And my situation is going to be different from, well, and, and so we're talking about this. Yeah. Ours are very different. So I was married for almost 30 years. I have, I had three grown adult children when I left my marriage Um, and so I had to navigate having adult children and, you know, I, I'm one of those classic people. I stayed for the sake of the children. Um, there's many of you out there that are shaking your heads. Yeah. Which I don't, you know, I don't, you can't go back. One of the things that I have done and don't want to do is go back and say, well, should I have gotten divorced earlier and how would that have impacted and would it be any, been any easier if I gotten divorced when they were younger than when they were adults. I, I chose to wait until they were adults. And you know what? It still sucked for them. <laughs> well, and, and, and to your point, you can't, that's one, that's another thing that we would like to share in our experience. You cannot sit there and that is that shame game or right. I should have done this. What would have my life been like had I done this? Because here's the deal. You didn't. Yeah. You're here. Deal with your reality. Start from now. Yeah, this is where you know you you made these decisions. You are where you are because of decisions you've made, right? So that's where you just got to go from. Yeah. Another another podcast title that I want us to do is um, I want to title it "I Should Have" Mm -hmm. because I want to delve into the word "should" because "should" is an incredibly shaming word, right? And people don't think about it that way. So that's we'll we'll go that at some point too. Yeah. Anyway. Our, our experiences were different, which is what we thought um, also helped us bring to the table these different experiences. Jen's had experiences that I did not have. And I don't, you know, I'm going to learn from her experiences right. to be able to help other people, but and vice versa. Absolutely. Because so, my children are about, you know, 
I don't know. You have teen. I have teenagers. Teen Hers are grown. So it's like, okay, well, I can learn from her about, okay, what is having adult children of divorce like? Because mine aren't adults yet. Weird. It's weird. See? <laughs> and it's like, okay, but that can help prepare me. Again, they, yeah. I may have different experiences with my kids when they're in their early 20s. But at the same time, I'll have listened to what you have to say about how to navigate some of the things that go on with, um, you know, because you, your ex is your ex for the rest of your life, especially yeah. if you've got children. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And for a long time, I didn't want to call him my my ex. I called him my former husband. But now I've gotten very, very comfortable with calling <laughs> Why him Why did you want to call ex. him your ex? I don't know. I just like, felt it was like, like a scarlet ex letter. Was, ex was such a negative term, but it is also a really easy, identifiable term. And, yeah. and once I came to terms with the term, it's far easier to say my ex-husband. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what he... Former he, is too nice. <laughs> well, well, I don't mean nice. It's yeah. just like, it sounds too much like a title. Well, like is, the former president. Like, yeah, no, you're just my ex. It is, it is a title. He <laughs> is the former. Like, I, could I, know, call, just, I could call him my first husband. Because that's what he used to call me. He used to call me his first wife. He like, introduced me. He introduced me. This is my first wife. And I was like... <laughs> Whoa. While you were married? While I was married. What? Yeah. So now he gets to say it for real. Okay. So these are what we call red flags, <laughs> which we will go into in another podcast. <laughs> that will spend a day on on red flags. Yeah. My first wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So those, yeah. So the woman he's with now, does he say, this is my second wife? <laughs> well, he's not married. Oh. Know. Anyway. Um, so let's go through and talk, not just topics. What, like... Let's just like give people an idea of what to yeah, expect. What our topics to are, and I'll, I'll say one, you say one. Let's go through it that way. Well, so. I also would like to, um, you know, give people a little glimpse of, you know, and I think you briefly talked about this too. Are you know we're gonna have some, we are gonna have people that are experts. counselors, experts yes. in certain fields, uh-huh. and in every every industry, like yeah. you know, um, bankruptcy attorney, divorce attorney, family law, realtor, realtor. Uh, you know, uh, a handyman, handyman, <laughs> auto mechanic, um, painters. Yeah. You know, plumber. I mean, I, things like this, like, how, you know, how to do this, like tips and tricks on all kinds of things for yeah. people out there yeah. because, um, divorce doesn't just mean you need legal advice. No, you know, I, no. And one of the things that I have complained about is how does a single woman get something done without getting ripped off? How do you get your car fixed without getting ripped off? How right. do you, um, how do you, how do you buy a house? Right. Like if you never bought a house on your own, how do you buy a house? How do you buy a car? Because most car dealerships are, mm-hmm. are employ men. Um, and how do you go in with fully armed information? And what's mm-hmm. the process? You know, I didn't know the process right. because my ex-husband used to buy all the cars. So, right. and then once I'd learned the process, I felt so, but well, empowered. For, first of all, empowered, but yes, I was educated and I, once I was educated and I could go in there well-informed, uh, then I felt like I could go toe to toe with any kind of salesperson mm-hmm. and not get ripped off. Right. So we and, want to share stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, and, and there's plenty of listeners out there that are probably like, oh my gosh, I, I could go buy a car without my husband. It's no big deal. But there's a lot of women out there that don't know. They're probably, there are people probably sitting there listening saying, you know what, I'm going through a divorce and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you're, you know, some people say, oh, my dad will help me. And that's great and dandy, but you still have to be able 
to learn how to do a lot of these things on mm-hmm. your own. And it is scary. And a lot of women out there, you know, you, you don't manage the finances. You may not even know how, what kind of money you have, what right. you're going to be like. Or how all, to invest. And how to invest or anything. So all these things are just, it's knowledge and being empowered. Right. Um, because you never know. Life doesn't hand you a guarantee. There are no guarantees. No. And, and this podcast could be for... You know, we're saying divorce divas, but it could be for any woman who suddenly finds herself single after being married for a long right. time. You could be a Or widow. you're single too and you're debating whether or not to get into a serious relationship because you don't want to lose that empowered feeling. You think you're worried about yeah, that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's one of those I'm working through. That, right. Because then that's the stage two like, of after your divorce. Then you're like, I like my, I like my independence. I like my independence. And then we have another whole section about, you know, how to date when oh. you've been independent and single for a while. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there it's, it's. Dating is going to be like an eight part series. Yeah. It's going to be a long <laughs> one. It's going to be a long, long one. Uh, Especially, you know, again, with the kid factor learned. and yeah. And, you know, and again, I think that the biggest thing, too, is there's so much fear out there. I've got friends that, um, you know, have said for some reason, even as as much as women are empowered today and, you know, have way more um, even in professional settings, have more say and get more, you know, respect, whatever. There's still and I run into it with friends and even, you know, acquaintances is that women still just do whatever the man says sometimes. Like I've got a friend that is getting ready to go through her divorce and she's like, well, he said, we're just going to share an attorney. No, the fuck you're not. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Um, No, you're not. Yeah. No, like, no, like there's all these, it's like, and and, you know, and here's the thing too. We want to talk to uh, women about out there is like, why, why does your brain immediately just say, okay, to things like that? Because we're you know, trained, right? Because we live in a male-dominated society, even though we are fifty-one percent of the population. Right. So, so again, if you and you and also women are the biggest decision makers in the buying process. That's and power. Right. That's bu- right. Power buying it all comes from women. So there's this whole dynamic of not being able to have the confidence when you finally get married to have a say or yeah. have a voice. Have a voice. And it doesn't make you combative. It doesn't mean that you you know, are argumentative to have a difference of opinion. Right. And, and know that your opinion truly, truly matters. Right. Um, that's, you know, again, that was my marriage experience by opinion didn't matter. Right. And that, in, but, but in my professional life, my opinion always mattered. Right. So it was a very um, disconcerting life to know that it only one part of my you know my parenting life my opinion mattered my professional life my opinion mattered but in my marital relationship it did not right and so now there's no part of my life where my opinion doesn't matter right and it's very that is empowering and having a voice is very empowering right. and how i'm using my voice um through all of my relationships and how I'm using my voice and navigating dating relationships to make sure I retain my voice that I don't lose it Mm -hmm. just because I'm, you know, contemplating being in a relationship with someone. So all of those things, you know, we know that thing there, we, we know there are things that women have in common. Um, We have self-esteem things and uh, issues in Mm -hmm. common. 
we have some insecurities in common. We have this, you know, I'll do what he says kind of thing sometimes in common. Right, just to keep the peace. Yeah, just to keep the peace. And and actually, that doesn't keep the peace. That creates a and really... resentment. Yeah, it creates resentment and bitterness and an internal unrest that eventually comes out yeah. into the relationship anyway. So, or even it comes out in ourselves. So, um, you know, there are, we have a lot of topics to cover and we're on Instagram and yes. we want you to send us uh, private messages. Oh uh, yeah. Questions or comment. You can comment it too, if you're yeah. comfortable um, asking us what, you know, we, you share with us what you want to hear things you'd want to like just to expand upon. Invite your friends to listen to yeah, this podcast. Absolutely. And, um, and don't be offended. I know I just dropped the F bomb and I have a tendency to do that. <laughs> it's my favorite word. I'm sorry. And if I get really passionate about something, it has a tendency to come out even more. So, well, the good thing about podcasts is they're not censored. So it's true. Okay. So I want to read you all something, um, that I found and I thought this was incredibly interesting and it talks about yeah, this is really good. our, um, our values. So a father said to his daughter, you graduated with honors Here's a car that I acquired many years ago, and it's several years old. Um, but before I give it to you, take it to the used car lot downtown and tell them I want to sell it and see how much they'll offer you. So the daughter went to the used car lot, and she came back, and she said they gave me a thousand. They offered me a thousand dollars because it looks so very worn out. So the father said, "Well, why don't you take it to the pawn shop?" So she took it to the pawn shop, and she came back and said they offered a hundred dollars because it's a very old car. And so then the, uh, the dad said to his daughter, go to the car club and ask them what they would do with this car. And so she took it to the car club and she came back and she said, some people in the club offered me $100,000 because it's a Nissan Skyline R34, which is an iconic car sought after by so many people. So the dad said to his daughter, I wanted you to know that the right place, the right place values you the right way. If you are not valued, don't be angry. It means you're not, you're in the wrong place. Those who know your value are those who appreciate you. Never stay in a place where no one sees your value. And that's really what we want is for you to see your value um, and share with you how we both have found our value and how we're still um, working through that. Yeah. And I love that because it's true. And I, I've been in, you know, um, since my divorce, you know, I've dated a few people, but I feel like that story hit harder with me because I feel like if I look back and think, you know, yeah, I mean, there were multiple reasons why relationships didn't work out, but I kept thinking like, like, you know, I wasn't being valued. Yeah. And another word for valued for women, I think respect, respect, but also cherished. Oh yeah. We would really like to feel cherished and I think one of the things I want to be really clear about in the beginning of this podcast is I have a number of relationships with female friends and I feel cherished in every single one of those Mm -hmm. and I value my female friendships um, because I can be completely myself I can be completely authentic um, and I know that they love me no matter what and right. for me, right now in my life, that's enough. Right. And um, I thought about 2020. It was just such a sucky, horrible year. 
Um, but in every time that I had fun, whether I was hiking or kayaking or biking or traveling, I was with a friend or, or just having a dinner. girlfriend or having just dinner. Whatever. Yeah. I was with a girlfriend and it was somebody that, um, you know, I got to know them better. They got to know me better. And I'm not saying that I didn't date. We'll get to that some other time. <laughs> that's part of that. That eight, is to come. That's part to of me. that eight part series. Yeah, that's right. But really, I got to know myself. Right. And enjoy myself because of my women friends. Right. And I think that, you know, far too often we always, you know, all women are guilty. I mean, we put our man whether you're dating somebody or you're married before your female friendships. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, friends, most girlfriends, the older you get, you know, the, the circle kind of gets smaller, right? Yeah. Your true friends get a little bit smaller. Right. But ultimately friend, your true friends, girlfriends are like family, you know, yeah. they're always going to be there. They're always there. Always, you can pick up where you left off. Yeah. You know, you understand that maybe you can go six months without talking, you know, things have happened or you're going, you know, they're dealing with their family or whatever. But it's like that, those relationships are what, I mean, you have to have that to fall back on too. Like yeah. for me, it was faith, family and friends. Right. Right. You know? Oh yeah. And because if I didn't have my faith, I don't know where I would be right now. God, there's definitely something helping me get through everything. <laughs> it's the higher power. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, I, and you're right. And I think that, um, you know, men cherish their friendships for sure. And women are often felt as if that we're not allowed. You know, what's what I have found. Well, anyway, what I found in my marital relationship is that he had no friends. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes we don't realize they're isolating themselves more yeah. than we feel like we're being isolated. And in, in that situation was jealous whenever I was with female friends, women friends. Right. So, um, but they have been my bedrock. And um, again, like you, you know, my faith and my friends um, have been truly my foundation um, since I got divorced, you know, several years ago. So we want to um, share lots and lots and lots of stories with you. Lots of information, lots of facts we want to hear yep. from you. Experiences, knowledge, um, and experts in their own right, in their own yeah. fields. We... Like again, and we're just going to, our PSA is we are not counselors. We're not certified counselors. We're not, again, we're going to just repeat it. We're not here to bash any men. And we're not promoting, we're not promoting divorce. divorce. We are not glorifying divorce. We're explaining how we're getting through it. That's right. And what happens and coming, after. Right. Life after. And life after divorce. And, um, and from two different, uh, two different, uh, what am I trying to say? Perspectives. Perspectives. Because, you know, Tina early on, if you missed that mentioned that she was married for 23 years, 28, 28 years, 28 years. Sorry. And then I was not very married that long. I mean, I was married. I don't know. I think we were married almost 10 years, I guess. Like I said, I'm trying to forget. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've been divorced uh, about 11 and a half years. So, you know, um, my kids are a little bit younger still. Tina's are uh, young adults in their early 20s. So we, you know, we, we bring perspectives for people out there listening that are struggling with, you know, um, a situation similar to mine or one similar to hers. And again, we just, we, you know, we want anyone out there dealing with any situation we discuss to at least maybe find some hope. If you're feeling like there's no hope, um, to find some empowerment, 
to find a resource. Cause again, we are going to bring in experts because we're just, you know, we're not claiming to be experts in anything. Um, Accept experience. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so hopefully people listening, you can find a little bit of familiarity, hope, guidance, advice, whatever it might be. And just, or just you're entertained because we, it'll be pretty funny. <laughs> We've got some pretty fun stories to tell you throughout this journey of ours. Yeah. Um, and I think telling, I think and we decided to do this too, because it's helping us, Yeah, yeah. you know, get through it. Cause you gotta, well, we're not making light of it either, but it's, it's like, you gotta find the, the humorous side, you've yeah. got to try to make it entertaining, you know. Well, it's also, you know, we're we're not afraid to tell you the truth. We're not afraid, you know, some of the stories that we'll share will be quite humbling. And right. some of them will also be healing. And so we want to share both, the, both of those, the good, the bad, the ugly with you. Well, and I also, um, yeah, and I think that. Some stories, you know, we're going to tell the sad side stuff, you know, it's yeah. not all going to be the good, bad. Me yeah. And, um, and, you know, we did a lot, which we didn't mention really. I don't think either one of us really touched on this is that before we decided to do this, we both were looking out there a lot for something like this. Like what podcasts are there out there? You mentioned that you went or to a divorce any, class, yeah, but like resources. we recently, we did some research before we launched us. Like where, you know, are there women out there talking about divorce in the same way we feel it should be discussed right. and there weren't not like, you know there were more they were more it was more male bashing well, or it was very religious which we we might touch on religion but this isn't a religious divorce podcast yeah. you know there was you know the very um you know very counseling side of it very medically driven and we didn't see anything that was just sort of neutral that can bring on these people and just talk about your experiences girlfriends talking Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, and cause it's, and it's not easy to come out and talk about these things. So I don't want people to think it is. Cause no. I mean, you know, being a single and being divorced are two and at my age and at your age mm -hmm. are not the easiest things to just feel like you fit in everywhere you go. Yeah. So that in itself is a whole topic we've got. That is yes. one of our topics. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I know it's more challenging for you because you've got younger kids you know, yeah. I, I could just walk in. Nobody knows. Yeah. You know, yeah. anyway, but that is, that's we'll touch definitely on things. all of these things. And so again, we just hope that, um, that you'll follow us. You'll listen, you'll download, you'll share it with your friends. We hope we become a regularly scheduled program of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, I was going to say, sit back and have a glass of wine. And listen yeah. To us. But then I was thinking, I listen to podcasts when I'm walking. Oh, either way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, at night. You can do it. Whatever. Whenever. Whatever you want to do. Uh, it's almost Lent, and so I'm going to give up my wine for Lent. Are you really? I am. Oh, my word. I know. Wow. You're not going to hang out with me during Lent. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. I just think that's, that's very <laughs> yeah. impressive. Well, I've done that's it before. very impressive. Um, and it's funny because then friends will say, oh, well, that means you're going to have beer. But no, I think it's all of it. Like, just, you know, just... Brilliant. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I know. Uh, remember, I won't judge you. I think and on Sundays you're still alive. You, I was to like, you get Sundays off. On Sundays. Right. right. <laughs> um, I'm referred to Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, we're going to wrap up. Um, this one is a little bit shorter because it's an introductory. It's our intro. That's right. Um, but we will um, meet you back here next time. That's right. And, and be waiting and excited about our surprise guests. Yeah. 
Because you never know who we're going to pull on the show. That's right. We're, what we're going to say to them, put them in the hot seat. That's right. Then they're surprised us right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are going to, in future podcasts, thank our sponsors. We're working on that right now, and we're excited. So if you're interested about doing that, um, you know, you can contact us. And you were going to add? Well, and she mentioned sponsors, and I, I think that, you know, we can give a shout out to... Um, our podcast sponsor and partner with Branded 78. Yeah. Um, they're awesome. Make sure to follow them. Um, they are also powered the Lexington Business Show, which is also the Scout Guide podcast. Yeah. So um, make sure to follow that as, too, as well. We're excited to be your friends and we're excited to get to know you and for you to uh, get to know us. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the stories of our journey and then find ways to improve Embrace your own. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Thanks. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.